Afternoon, guys. How you doing? Spiffy. Spiffy. Uh, it's a, a lovely day in the neighborhood. It is a lovely day. Um, here's today's report from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Uh, it is. Uh, it's. It's two in the afternoon. It's. Uh, it's actually one in the afternoon there. Uh, Seventy-six degrees. The wind is from. We the just west. gave the game away. The wind is from the west at 12 knots, gusting 17, 10 miles visibility, few clouds at 2,400, and air venture is still canceled. So uh, it's that kind of a day. It is so turning out. If you're making an imaginary approach, you should be coming over Artie and Ed's right about now. That's right. Yeah, right. Artie and Ed's. Oh, man. I was, I've got a picture. I'm going to post a Twitter. Uh, yeah. It's just perfect. Of, of what? Of, of, of Artie and Ed's. Of Artie and Ed's. That's this, see, there's another reason to get in the debonair and go to Oshkosh like you were talking about Shh. yesterday. Shh. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need any more reasons. Chocolate shakes, man. Chocolate shakes. Hot fudge shake. Hot fudge shake. Yeah. We're visiting with another one of our Oshkosh friends who we aren't getting a chance to see in person uh, uh, this year. Uh, the mayor uh, of Camp Bacon. The mayor of campaign, uh, his royal, we had a name for it. Larry Overstreet is here. Hi, Larry. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, uh, first of all, let's get this out of the way. How are you doing? Uh, are you bearing up well under the uh, pandemic and uh, everybody's healthy and so yes. forth? We, we've been uh, fortunate and able to just kind of, you know, hunker down in the old RV here. Uh, in our family, we've had two positive results, but no serious uh, symptoms or, you know, n- nobody's having a, a real bad time with it. Right. Well, fingers crossed, and uh, I'm glad things are well for you. Um, but uh, you're, and so you're on the, you're, you're, well, so you spent a long time, you sp- you have spent most of the spring in Lakeland, is that right? It, uh, that is true. Um, because we you were there. there, you were on the grounds prepared for Sun and Fun. Yeah, so when- we, we arrived at Sun and Fun on March 13th, um, and then, which, which was the day before the 14th, uh, uh, was the second, um, volunteer work day and we usually try to show up then uh we were planning to stake out the area for camp radioactive mm-hmm. um and uh show up for the work day and help and then just kind of stay there and do some volunteer uh, work for the radio station prior to the show starting um and then during the work day they they said you know this you know time out this may or may not happen exactly how we want it to um and because we're, our schedule is pretty flexible um we decided to stick around. They said they would have a uh, decision by mid-April to proceed in May or not. And we figured, well, if, if they do go ahead, they're going to need as much help as they can get. Um, and, you know, we, we can stick around and be here, so we'll just hang out until they make a decision. And then, of course, you know, in in the intervening time, um, Florida went into a lockdown situation, and, and Sun and Fun was uh, kind and gracious enough to allow us to just stay there on the grounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we ended up moving over right next to uh, Dave Shalbetter's camper. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that was you know kind of fun to um, uh, be there, but we didn't get to see him for some time. Uh, it was I think a couple months, and then he uh, was able to come out to campus there for a day. Mm-hmm. But um, for, yeah, yeah, we we spent almost four, you know, came for three weeks and spent four months. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and you you arrived basically the day I went into self quarantine. Okay, um, which is why I never made it up there to see you. Gotcha. Yeah, oh, yeah. That makes I, sense. And, and for anybody listening 
for whom that doesn't make that whole explanation makes no sense. I should just clarify by saying that Larry and Mary Beth uh, live the RV life. Uh, you uh, you've been actually living out of your your motorhome now for what? Living La Vida RV yeah. <laughs> for about a year and a half now, right? Actually, we're coming up on our second anniversary. We went we went straight from. Uh, Oshkosh 2018, so two uh-huh. years ago, um, we went home, uh, had one day to close on our house, and the next day we were full-time RVers. Yeah. Uh, but you're on the move now. You've been in Lakeland most of the spring, and you're on the move now. You're, you want to say where you are now? Or? Yeah, yeah. We are, we are in uh, central uh, Indiana on some public land uh, where we can camp for free for up to 14 days, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of in uh, Dave's old stomping grounds here. Um and so we're enjoying that, and uh, it's a little bit of a warm, humid day today, but not too bad. Yeah, cool. Very, or not cool. Nice. <laughs> it sounds good. So uh, you are, we were joking around earlier, you are sort of the ringleader, the organizer for a, a, a group encampment at Oshkosh um, in Camp Scholar uh, that's affectionately called Camp Bacon. Um, can, tell, tell, how long have you been involved with Camp Bacon? Um, so Camp Bacon is probably, you know, give or take about 10 years or so. I, I'd have to go back and look to tell for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, prior to that, even I started going to Oshkosh, uh, in 79 with my dad mm-hmm. and, um, we've been there most years ever since my kids grew up, you know, going up to Oshkosh and, and then, um, you know, as we started to bump in, you know, bumping into friends and, um, uh, you know, who were going to be camping there. And we said, Hey, let's camp together. And, you know, eventually camp bacon, uh, is what it is. Well, is what it would have been this year. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of good friendships, uh, have come from time spent around the campfire or, uh, just hanging out at camp and getting to know people in a way that you wouldn't, if you were just there kind yeah. of by yourself. And of course, yeah. in recent years, you guys have joined us and yeah, uh, that's always fun as well. I'll tell you, back in the days when Jeb and Dave and I uh, were, were fortunate enough to stay in the Super 8 Hotel, um, that may sound me odd to say that, <laughs> fortunate to stay in the Super 8, but uh, all things considered, it was a good deal. Uh, I used to, a lot of evenings, come over to uh, visit uh, you folks at Camp Bacon, and I always enjoyed those visits. And uh, um, Jeb and Dave, being the uh, social industry butterflies that they are, were all often out and about doing other things. And I kept saying, go, got to go to Camp Bacon. And they, I think they kind of ho-hummed me a little bit. Um, and then when the Super 8 era... <laughs> like end- that's ever happened. Yeah, like the uh, Super <laughs> 8 era ended. Uh, it ended for me a year before them. And uh, so I, I spent my first year um, at as a resident of Camp Bacon and enjoyed it as I knew I would. Um, and I think it was either that the, a part of that year or the next year... Um, I convinced, I think it was Jeb, to give it a try. Um, and Jeb, what was your experience? Because my, my sense of it was that you were kind of like, oh, okay, and then you kind of went, oh, this is really nice. I like this a lot. I, I was skeptical, not of the venue, not of the people, not of the, the, the vibe. I was skeptical about camping in the first place mm-hmm. because um, – I've camped in any number of situations before, but I, it has been a while. Or at that point in time, it had been a while, and I didn't know if I was going to enjoy it, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Yeah, uh, I was 
pleasantly surprised uh the um the vibe the camaraderie the the um the location is great um it, it all fell into place yeah and then i think it was the following year david you uh joined us um you have more of a history of camping at oshkosh david is that right yeah uh for the first five years or six years i worked on the show daily i camped uh when the Wichita Eagle, would, uh, the two times that they sent me up, uh, they uh, wouldn't release my travel budget until the month before. And it's like, oh, you, you, can, you can get a room now. I said, yeah, in Milwaukee. Uh, so I, I camped. Uh, and... Uh, and you guys camped under the wing. Uh, this was of the of the Comanche, I think, right? Well, I I camped uh, with the Cherokee. I camped with the Comanche. Uh, I camped with a Bonanza in Vintage one year. Uh, my my uh, buddy the Leprechaun uh, loaned me his uh, forty eight V-tail, and I flew it up while my airplane was having some work done, and that qualified me to camp in Vintage. And with a bunch of guys that I already knew, uh, and uh, camped all over, uh, camped in ultralights years and years ago. Uh, and I always liked being on the field because three things. A, you wake up in the morning, you're already at the show. Mm-hmm. You, you did no fighting traffic. There's always people to see and stuff to do after hours and uh the years when i had a uh, uh the, the right job i had a john deere gator to drive around the grounds and let me visit a lot of friends uh and uh, the, the other part of it was just that whole sense of being there that comes with when you go to sleep there when you wake up there when you fly in there when you fly out of there when you're spending almost no time at all off the field you really get immersed in what's going on at the show and it it uh it it suited me it still does yeah, yeah. Although the, I do, one, I do like the trailer thing that we've been doing better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one of the things too, especially about Camp Bacon, but there's there's no drama. Everybody's cool. Everybody's you know kind of on the same vibe relative to let's just enjoy the show and and have a good time and wow there's a b-17 you know um <laughs> things like that and uh everybody's pretty much on the same wavelengths yeah you listen One to of, people brag about the deal they got on the case of oil you know, uh whatever. yeah 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 <laughs> or, or or trying to scrounge a cart to help them schlep the cases of oil <laughs> to the airplane yeah yeah larry uh, so and now i uh, jeb and dave and i have now i guess the three of all three of us have been um uh, in residents, if you will, citizens of Camp Bacon for three or four summers, I think, something like that. Three or four, um, yeah. And and I would imagine that, that you know, for the foreseeable future, we will continue to do that. Um, it's uh, it's just very pleasant. Larry, how many, how big is Camp Bacon? Like, how many campsites are there and how many people? I know it changes from year to year, but ballparky. Sure. It, it really depends, you know, just like you say, year to year, but it tends to be in the range of you know, 25-ish, plus or minus a few, um, and that's campsites, and, you know, many of the campsites have one person, many of them have two or three, like you guys. Last year, I think you had four with James there, yeah. um, and, um, you know, so I'm, I'm guessing without going back and trying to count, the number of people is probably 50 to 60 over the course of the week, and of course, yeah. some people 
don't stay the whole week. Some people come in for the last half or the first half or whatever. Um, but we're probably in that range, you know, right. on a typical year. Right. And and Camp Bacon gets a great location each year because you go in early to stake it out. When do you typically go in? Yeah, so I go in uh, typically Wednesday or Thursday, a week and a half before the show starts. Um, and it's just, you know, we pick a date on the calendar and everybody who's going to participate pays for their camping from that day forward. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we can go in uh, on that morning, you know, the designated day and uh, get all of the credentials for all of the people that we're going to be camping with um, and then mark off spaces accordingly. Yeah. And, you know, there are there are very nice people called the camper police and they do come by every year and we have a nice visit to show them all our credentials and, you know, uh, let, th- let them know that we're not taking more space than we should. But it does look kind of weird when you have, you know, um, uh, maybe one, you know, one camper or last year, I think Ken Mist was there. So we had, you know, one camper in his Jeep and tent and, you know, two roads worth of uh, spaces marked off. Yeah. So. It does attract well, attention. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, and that, it's my understanding is that yeah, you've kind of you developed a relationship with those folks, and they know you're on the up and up and following the rules and whatnot. I, I, have I heard stories that it wasn't quite as smooth running back in the early days of Camp Bacon that they were a little, there was a little bit more, you know, what are you guys up to kind of thing. Um, I, I I don't remember any any time when it wasn't you know smooth or you know professional you know at all. Um, but we were certainly an unknown at you know earlier on, and um, so anytime they anytime they come around and see somebody marking off a large area, you know they just want to make sure you do understand the rules and make sure you do have the you know credentials to back up the amount of space mm-hmm. that you're taking. How how Larry are you in touch with <clears throat> the camping police or or the, the powers that be with respect to shoulder uh, off season outside of the show? Generally, no. Um, you know, we see each other every year and, you know, wave and smile and I show them all the credentials and, um, you know, you, you guys know from previous years ahead of time, uh, I'm usually asking, you know, what kind of vehicle are you coming in? Is right. you have a travel trailer, motor home, tent, you know, whatever. And that helps me, um, know how much space to mark off because a typical, you know, the EAA official site is 20 by 30. And yet, if you have a 40-foot motorhome, that's not going to work. Um, yeah. And so they do allow for uh, for you to take, you know, a reasonable amount of space for the rig that you have. And so, you know, I try to make sure that we're taking enough for everybody to have a place, but not more than we should. And, um, you know, the, the math and the geometry on that gets a little bit like a Tetris puzzle sometimes. Yeah. yeah I, I just kind of wonder if because we're not having the show this year um if the powers that be behind shoulder are maybe rethinking some things i i have no reason to suggest that and i don't know what it would be they would be rethinking but i kind of wonder if next time around there might be some changes the um you know the agreement that we have among the people who participate in Camp Bacon is that I will show up on the designated day and get the best spaces that we can that are right. available. Right. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we've been lucky and, and gotten some great spots and, um, and yet we know that in any given year that we might arrive on that day and there may be somebody else already there, you yeah. know, and, and that's okay. They, they paid more than yeah. we did, you know, yeah. first, um, first serve. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What we have noticed in recent years is that as they, 
uh, as EAA has been installing more full hookup or partial hookup sites uh, to the um, west of where we are, that people who used to camp out in that area are sort of getting pushed in sooner towards the, um, you know, towards the actual airshow direction oh, to okay. the east. Um, and so there is more competition uh, for a fewer you know, a fewer number of acres, if you will, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, as those electric sites and full hookup sites, you know, start to come from the West to the mm-hmm. East. Interesting. So that's, I don't think that's anything. Um, I don't think that's as much rethinking as trying to just, uh, stay modern and serve the, sure. you know, the needs of the, that are being expressed by the campers who come and, and stay. Yeah, c- continue to develop the infrastructure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. David, it is an and, endless evolution. It is. It is. Larry, tell us about the uh, Stuck Mike Avcast. Oh, yeah. So uh, Stuck Mike is um, uh, led by Carl Valeri and has a, a cast of, um, oh, there's probably six or eight of us who are sort of uh, co-hosts as we're able. You know? So um, if you listen from episode to episode, um, we'll have... You know, different people on different topics. Uh, oftentimes, we'll have guests, um, and we try to you know hit uh, aviation. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes, from an educational standpoint, sometimes we'll you know pick a topic and, and sort of wrestle through it. Um, you know, whether that's wintertime flying or you know something else that's timely as as seasons change or, or whatever, um, or you know what to think about as you're getting your instrument rating or, or something like that. That's a little bit more timeless, but still. Um, you know, kind of in the, in the educational vein. Um, but it's, you know, tagline is, uh, living to fly, learning to fly, loving to fly. And so anything that falls under that umbrella is what we, you know, try to, try to hit. And, uh, sure love if, you know, if people are out there and haven't found us yet to, to check it out, uh, stuck Mike Avcast on, you know, uh, whatever, whatever your favorite, uh, pod catcher platform is. Right, yeah, my it is in fact my second favorite aviation podcast, and uh, <laughs> it's all right, Jack. One. Fast What's up. What's your one? first one? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, Larry, I'm not putting you on the spot here, but what's the uh, URL? Well, how do how people find Av- stuck? My- I mean, you could Google stuck Mike. Yeah, Avcast, I, I believe but- it's stuckmikeavcast.com. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's a good podcast. Uh, if you're looking for, I, and I got to figure there's a lot of overlap between our audience and your audience, but uh, if you are, haven't heard of Stuck Mike Avcast and you're looking for another aviation podcast, that's one to check out, in my opinion. Anyways. Well, thank, well, you. thank you, Larry. We appreciate your uh, uh, taking a few minutes to uh, talk with us here. We're trying to track down uh, this week uh, a bunch of our uh, Oshkosh friends that we're not getting a chance to be face-to-face with this year. And, uh, uh, and, and you were one of the first people that came to mind when we realized we wanted to talk with our friends. So we appreciate you taking a few minutes, especially since you're traveling. I know you just yeah, arrived really. at this new location like yesterday or something like that. But uh, It's uh, always great to talk to you guys. It's good to talk with you, too. Did you come up sixty five I sixty five? Uh part of the way. We came through Chattanooga and then um but we also took some back roads. When you crossed the Ohio, where were you? Um, would you laugh at me if I said on the blue line? <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> uh, let me rephrase this. Did you go through Louisville? Uh we did. Yeah. Well, okay. In fact we went right through downtown Louisville because I didn't want to pay the toll. Yeah, yeah, that was good thinking. Well, you you passed right within sight of where I grew up. Oh, how cool. 
Uh, I mean, not two blocks off the uh, north end of the bridge you came across. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah that's that big memorial there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, like, you know, crater. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. The smoke in the air kind of thing. You know? yeah, miniature Washington Monument. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I like your idea better. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, there we go. This is, uh, 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 this is uh, UCAP Daily, uh, not from Oshkosh. Uh, not Kosh. Not not uh, the the, t- the shirt. I almost posted the shirt as as yesterday's episode graphic, but there is a shirt floating around that says Noshkosh twenty. Uh, so it's basically the word Oshkosh with the N at the beginning and uh, Noshkosh twenty. Um, but uh, yeah, this is uh, so you've got uh, 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 UCAP uh, daily uh, episode Bravo, and uh, I expect we'll be back again tomorrow and talk to you then. Thanks. Well, Thank one last one last thing. Yeah. Happy birthday, Phil. Shazam, yes. Happy birthday, Phil.